Hello, hello, this is the Digital Loop Season 3, Episode 13. Hi, Ivan. How are you this week? Hi, Paul. Doing great. Really glad to be back here in the Digital Loop and really looking forward to this conversation this week. Yeah, it's a conversation we switch gears like every week. I mean, not always every week, but we try. We promised you last episode we would have an episode before Bitspiration, which happens in Warsaw next week. And here you go. Uh, we're recording this just before Bitspiration. Um, so we're switching gears because uh, we, we were talking a lot these, these past times about entrepreneurship. We talked about, you know, a, a little bit on the, the, the whole ecosystem. We want to focus back on one of the key things that we've used to talk about a lot in the early episodes of the Digital Loop, which is advertising. Uh, but not only advertising, you'll understand it's a bit more. Uh, there was actually an episode, we, you remember, Ivan, we did an episode of the future of on advertising. It was season one. We almost closed, I think, the season with that episode. It was, I think it was episode 23 of season one. The reason why is that because you shared with me an article that was uh, pretty pretty interesting about the immersive storytelling for advertising. So I will let you go into this, but before you do that, it's true that advertising is uh, is having a struggle basically. I mean, of course, with the move to mobile, there's less real estate on, on the screen to do advertising. People the way they consume stuff also allows less place for advertising. I mean, all the the, the fundamentals of advertising online, which were created by Google and others, are shifting very rapidly. And we see that the effect of advertising is becoming less and less. That explains the success of companies like BuzzFeed, who are you know, doing what we now the current word is native advertising, which you're either blurring the line between an article and an advert. And, an advert. and we hear more and more like attempts like that. Not all of them are successful. Some of them, like BuzzFeed, seems to be successful. Some of them also raise questions about the ethics of advertising, because if you blur the line too much, where does it be, when does it stop being advertising and it, start, and it becomes, and it's just information. So immersive advertising, the article you sent me is even like going one step even further. So I'll let you introduce what is immersive advertising and immersive storytelling. Uh, yes, I mean, this is an article uh, written by Frank Rose. He actually also wrote a book about this, this subject, about immersive media. And, uh, and in this article, which we're going to add in the show notes, uh, basically talk about, he talks about, yes, exactly, the, the struggles that the advertising industry is having. Uh, he talks about, uh, for example, Nielsen's Global Trust Advertising Report says that more than half Europeans and one third of Americans distrust ads in any medium. Uh, he also talks about the fact that 84% of US millennials dislike advertising and are unlikely to be persuaded by it. So what's happening is advertising is having a hard time uh, continue to work the way they've been doing for the last few decades. However, uh, what he argues in this, in this, uh, in this um, article is that storytelling which in a way it's it's the essence of you know advertising is one of the big elements important in advertising is as important if not even more important than ever uh, and and he looks at how for example the entertainment industry really understands this and the development of of huge uh, franchise like i don't know the hunger games or or harry potter or all these different uh, uh, films and 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 and, and, and pieces and, and, of, yeah entertainment franchises because it goes like you said beyond films it gets like the whole universe i mean of course exactly. star, wars, star wars is a very put an example where you have everything that goes around it, not only the movie, which is one of the vehicles, but the entire thing. But go on. 
Exactly. I mean, what he talks about is about immersion. And immersion, he defines it as the experience of losing oneself in a fictional world. So basically, it's, it's not engagement, because engagement is when you when you have an action based on that. I mean, you, you it provokes some sort of action, right? Yeah, you, you, see, you, you see something, you, you see an ad, you see a tweet, you see what something, and actually immediately in your brain kind of reacts to it and say, oh, that interesting, or oh, this, this has my attention for a moment. Immersion is, is much deeper than that. Yeah, he, he, I like how he says that immersion happens when the audience forgets that it's an audience at all. Uh, and, 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 and again, I guess this is, this is very important to understand the fact that when we're talking about immersion, as Frank uh, Rose defines it, is when, when it blurs the lines, when it blurs the lines between, between story and marketing, uh, between uh, being storyteller or an audience, or because be, between illusion and reality. And this is, again, what, what video games, for example, are really good at. And, and this is why uh, you know, the development of video games and internet, you can see how digital technologies are having a huge impact on this. And, uh, and interesting enough, uh, he mentioned also the fact that millennials actually have expressed a huge predilection for what they call immersive experiences. Basically, how they are really, really blurring these lines between reality and, and, and virtual, and actually really, really going deep into these stories. And, and again, well, as you can tell, the, the, the Hunger Games, for example, is a perfect example of how something can start as a book. It's because become an entire, an entire experience uh, that has uh, millions of people around the world going crazy about it. And so, yeah, had, so, so, so here, what you're saying is basically that the power of the story is so potent that we tend to forget that we're in a story and we tend to, like you said, blurring the line, the suspension of disbelief, which is the basics of, of movie, of entertainment, is like you feel you're totally in it. It's like the holodeck from Star Trek or something, right? It's like you are, or even virtual reality, which was a topic of a few other episodes we've made this season. So I understand that, but don't you think at, at, at some point, I mean, the lines are becoming so blurry. You just mentioned the fact that we the lines of blur between fact and fiction. So how do you think advertising can fit in there? Uh, I mean, I, I think that the best approach is, is again, as, as he mentioned, and as we've been talking about this for so long, it's not about the message, but it's actually about experience. Uh, and and I, I think that when, when advertisers are making the mistake that they just focus on you know, telling the story, but not actually on on getting people immersed in the story. If that makes sense, um, does, and, yeah. and 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 in a way, uh, I, I think there are different ways to do it. And, and and some of the examples that that we've been talking about, I think, are really really good examples of how it's not just about the story, but it's about the values and about everything that is connected with the brand. A good example of this could be, for example, Apple. When you go to an Apple store. It's it's an experience, and it's a completely different. You, you get into immerse in all these products and in all these uh, values that Apple has. You can you can feel and you can see Apple everywhere. Um, same thing, for example, with uh, I don't know GoPro, for example. GoPro, the fact that you can you, you are using the products to take these videos and you go online and the advertising that they are doing for for the videos are amazing videos themselves. You know, they, they are they are the, the the story of the product builds on on the message that they are giving away, and as a, as a result, everybody is getting more immersed in the whole story. Also, the story of how 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 the company was built, uh, the founder came up with the idea of, of 
uh, he he went surfing and uh, and and he wanted to to he came up with an idea of maybe strapping a, a, a disposable camera on his wrist to take pictures while surfing and he realized hey this is a good idea and nobody's doing it and based on that he 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 built all this 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 new series of of cameras that it has the story within it you know it's 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 an important part of the element it's not just you know I don't know Sony or a big electronics company come out, coming up with a new product just because they can. So, so, so it's, what it's more than that. So what, you, what you're telling me here is that I mean we we talk like you said many times about the power of experiences and that how we owe moving toward experiences for products for services but also apparently for advertising. But it's even more it's the power of storytelling and this is also something that we we covered with uh, Alex Barrera. I think it was it was it season one as well. Uh, I don't rem I don't recall exactly. How you know the power story? You just said the story about GoPro. Can kind you of helps you either uh, empathize or even uh, identify with a brand or with a product, with a service, with the person who presents all of these, and thus then having that kind of uh, almost abstraction level between you and the brand. And this is so. This is part of the answer for you when it comes to advertising, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, and, and again, I think, I think advertising, advertising itself, I guess, is just part of the of the whole engine. We need to look at at, at media. We need to look at marketing. We need to look at all the different elements that that are connected with with advertising itself. Uh, a good example that they, they, they mentioned in the article uh, is Burberry. Burberry is a company that for many many years was having problems, uh, but they have they have made a lot of very interesting developments when it comes down to the merging of digital. And, and and traditional. Um, one of the examples is they they created something called uh, the the Burberry World, and in one store, which is a really old, really classy, really elegant store, uh, I believe it's in London. The, it 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 really well blurs digital and physical. Uh, mention about mirrors that turn into screens. Um, RFID tags that trigger pop-up videos about craftsmanship and about the values of the company, uh, and and you know live music. You have live music during the at the store. So again, everything that is connected with the brand, everything that is connected with the values of the brand, uh, it's being you are getting these messages and you're getting this, but it's not just a, a poster giving you a, a, no, no, percent, a promotion, yeah. but it's part of the story. Uh, I, and I think that's that's what he means about immersion, about getting inside into the world of the brand uh, and using digital and using advertising in order to do that, even when advertising is no longer working as it used to. So we need to have a new approach. And that's basically what he's talking about. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fascinating because one of the other approaches, which is not exactly, I mean, I mentioned BuzzFeed, but Snapchat is also trying stuff like this where they, they're also blurring the line between the experience of being within the app and the, the stories that only if you if any of you guys you should install snapchat and try to discover part of snapchat when you have brands that tell you stories um, there are also news uh, outlets that give that at the same time it's but that's obviously one step because what you're telling me here is that there's I mean the power of stories is, is obviously very uh, strong because uh, as I said earlier the creates an abstraction level we believe in the stories we tell we read or we see or we tell ourselves and the power of movies as you said earlier or the power of a book I mean just think about it when you read a book a fiction book and and you haven't seen the movie yet and then a movie is released and you said but this is now how I imagined it 
for some, because you created a simulation in your head. You created the entire story in your head, which helped you identify and empathize with the story. So what you're telling here, or what Frank Rose is basically proposing here, is that these types of dynamics and these types of factors have to be, I mean, can be used as well by brands or for advertising and of course more, because when I say advertising, let's be clear here, I'm talking about like you, something more gen generic and the, the, the entire concept, not like the single, single banner or something, right? So, I mean, it's it's obviously something that's working and we, we've seen one of the other examples could be product placement. I mean, you mentioned video games is something that is very strong. When you see a video game, you feel your inside is a thus, if you use, if your character is using a product in the game, you might associate yourself with that product and then, of course, go and buy it in real life in brackets. Same thing could happen in the movie. We see, I mean, the James Bond franchise is very well known to have a lot of product placement, again, because these product placement make it look, oh, I want to be like James Bond, thus I'm going to fight. But this, where I, I'm, I'm not concerned, but let's say it's still a concern. It's like, uh, I understand that, you know, advertising in general is dwindling. We see that the effect, you mentioned some numbers, the effect of advertising is going lower and lower, which is clearly the case, because I think we develop ad blocks in our brain, you know, the ad block that the software you can use, but we have ad blocks in our brain where there's too much stuff around, there's too much noise, you don't see it anymore. So obviously, you're going towards, uh, I don't know if you've seen the movie, The, the, the Zero Theorem by, uh, by Terry Gilliam, but that's, it's a world that you're surrounded by advertising all the time. And this is a bit, the part where I'm a bit more, maybe because I'm old, I don't know, <laughs> the part I'm, I'm a bit more concerned is like, okay, so we're blurring the line between facts and fiction. We're blurring the line between information and advertising or marketing. We're blurring the line about everything because you want to suspend your disbelief. But that almost creates like ethical questions as to what is the limit uh, of, uh, and especially when you think about the discussion we've had uh, partially with Dean Johnson about virtual reality, because in virtual reality, you are absolutely within the story. Oculus is about to release its product for consumers. So imagine how strong the power of a brand within that story, within a virtual reality could be. I mean, I don't know if you've, I don't know what, I'm, I'm not even looking for an answer from you, but I mean, it's something that will at some point, I guess, have some, not pushback or clash, but maybe people will start to be concerned about how uh, you know, invasive advertising could be, or could become. Yeah, I, I am not a neuroscientist. I just play one in the movies. <laughs> uh, yeah, but again, when, when he talks that, yeah, I mean, it's something that we've been talking also about within and, 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 and this article mentioned it about the, the, the advancements in technology connected with, with neuroscience. Uh, yeah, I think absolutely. that this is also, also something that marketers and advertisers right away are starting to look and dig into it to have a better understanding of how to actually reach out uh, their consumers. Uh, a very good friend of us, uh, uh, Kei Shimada, that he's a global innovations director of Dentsu, uh, uh, this global global advertising company, company uh, yeah. who, by the way, breaking news, will be coming to the digital loop sometime in the near future. So, so exactly. stay tuned for that. Um, yeah, I, 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 I saw him uh, not long ago in Bulgaria when both of us we were speaking at at uh, Digitalk, uh, and he talked about you know what he's doing to look to understand what is going to happen in three five years and 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 the advancements when he talks about you know neuroscience and talking about really really going deep into I don't know brain waves to really understand what are the best uh, uh, way to to connect with consumers. It's really fascinating, and, and he mentioned one of the products that they have is called Miko, and basically is. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like headphones that you 
put on your head and uh, it reads your brain waves and and it 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 uh, proposes uh, songs uh, it, it gives you a choices of songs based on your mood yeah, um, which absolutely. which I, if you think about it is fascinating because in a way my first my first approach was kind of like joking i said well if i'm depressed because i don't know my girlfriend or my boyfriend dumped me and i want to listen to Celine Dion i don't need a machine what? to tell me that <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I mean uh, that was my, you know, you know, my, I have a weird sense of humor. Anyway, but Kay, he was like, well, yes, but you know Celine Dion, and you know maybe the Power of Love, and that's a song you want to listen. But what about a song that maybe you don't know, and a song that actually could be a better fit for your mood in that specific place, that actually could become your favorite song, uh, just you, don't, you, you simply don't know it. And and I think here the element of serendipity and the element of 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 exploring and knowing new products, new services, new ideas. Uh, I think that's fascinating. And everything, not because you write something or because something you do, is because of your brain is telling but this device. I agree, but all the, I mean, I mean, I haven't tested that one. I've tested the other. Uh, so the, the company behind this product is Neuroware, a Japanese company. They also done the uh, bunny ears or cat ears. I think it was cat ears. Uh, so they, they read your brain and depending on what you think they actually move around is, is pretty fun. That was more of an experiment than actually something useful because music here, like you said, is useful. Actually, that reminds me of Spotify. Spotify just upgraded its 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 engine. And though they cannot read your mood yet, they also they're starting to go into the direction of actually understanding your tastes and understanding your activities and the context basically. And because of the context, give you a playlist, create a playlist for you that just uh, uh, works for you. We should have, we have a friend with uh, that works at Spotify. We should have him at some point because it's it's a fa it's a fascinating thing. But so it's the power of data here. Before going to the power of the brain, the power of data already because we have so much information uh, that uh, about ourselves out there. The more contextual these tools become, the more actually they can give you again this immersive uh, type of, uh, of of experience. Again, uh, there's you know there's always the, the the other side of the coin is like, do I want actually all that stuff to be out there, or do I even want my brain that I cannot even read myself to be? I mean, I can read to some extent my brain, but I mean to have, to have some machine that understands me better. I don't know. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying yes or no. I'm saying that it's 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 both fascinating, but it is a bit something for me that is like, wow, at what point will I become, will it become creepy <laughs> to get these type of experiences? But I, I agree. I mean, I think there's no way out because, uh, of, of, first of all, of course, technology is, is moving faster. We say that in every episode. We don't need to repeat ourselves. But at the same time, advertisers, brands have having a problem with too much noise and have to differentiate and they have to catch your attention. And the, your attention span is becoming so small, not you, Ivan, but everyone's, because of the amount of noise that having to go deeper into like uh, immersion via uh, uh, some neuroscience is actually probably the way that uh, most advertising will go. And again, I repeat myself here, but the fact that virtual and augmented reality are co uh, coming of out of uh, on age uh, will actually also influence it. I, don't, I mean, I don't know where we're going with that, but it's... Uh, it's actually something that is really fascinating as an experience as to see it happening. I don't know how I would react as a person to all of this, but it's yeah. true that I, and I'm sure I'm sure part of what you said, a part of the reason that uh, Facebook bought Oculus is, of course, first, they, they don't want to lose to the next whatever big is uh, big thing is. 
But, uh, you know, uh, Facebook also uh, relies on advertising. So at some point, there might be also some tie-ins in, in here to actually create that immersive experience of you talking with your friends, you being with your friends, even though they're not in the same room, you having this kind of family or friendship uh, surrounding you, and then you could actually add some type of ads. I don't know in which way. So that's something as well that could, uh, that could happen. Absolutely. So until then, I guess I guess the the message for 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 marketers and advertisers uh, is to to understand again the power of storytelling, but not to 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 actually go deeper than just trying to give empty messages and funny pictures, uh, but actually try to really really transmit the values of the brand, the values of the story, uh, and and make people care so they get inside uh, inside right. the story with you. Um, I will recommend two things: one, to listen to uh, a, a great podcast, one of my favorite podcasts, uh, Six Pieces of Separation by Mitch Joel. Yeah. Uh, this week. He had uh, Frank Rose as a guest, oh, uh, so okay. we're gonna ha we're gonna we're gonna add the, uh, the the link to that conversation, and that then you can get a little bit because you, you know you can read the article, but when you have a discussion, uh, you get a little bit more meat to yes. to the subject. So so highly recommend that check out that podcast and also read the article because it's it's a it's a really interesting topic and uh, i guess you know from our side that's it i don't know if you have anything else to add paul no no i mean uh immersion will be for us in poland uh i mean i'll go to meet you in warsaw the, uh, very shortly and uh so we hope uh that we, we might record something in poland if we have time because i'll be the host of 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 the conference the arbitspiration on june 21st and 22nd i think or 22nd 23rd uh, 22nd 23rd uh so we hope to record a show there that will be released we like ivan said earlier uh kei shimada is coming up as as our next guest uh, very shortly as well so we'll have very cool content coming up uh so the immersion will be with you and uh polish vodka i think <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you very much. Once again, if you want to know more about the Digital Loop, you just go to our website, thedigitalloop.co. Um, and if you happen to go to Bitspiration, uh, come and say hi. We love we love talking with you guys. And uh, uh, both Paul and I will be at Bitspiration this year. So, so if you have anything you want to talk, chat with us, uh, just come and join us. Uh, and if you want to get immersed with vodka, just go with Paul. <laughs> Oh, my God. On that, thank you, Ivan. See you next week. Bye, guys. Have a great day, guys. Bye.